Hello guys, Jack here from Jack Makes Happy Hour podcast. And yes, the rumours are true. We're heading back out on tour in May 2024. 68% of the tickets are already sold out, but there are still a few left at Edinburgh, Newcastle, Manchester, Birmingham, Leeds, Cardiff, Sheffield, Nottingham, Bristol, Bury, and our home city of Norwich. So don't waste any time. Grab your tickets today and come and watch me, Alfie and Robbie live. And me. Mainly me, Alfie and Robbie, though, isn't it? Yeah. Happyhourlive.co.uk. See you in May. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Stevie? Yeah. You know how I just love doing this show? Yeah. And we've had loads and loads of incredible guests on over the years. Yeah. We've had, what, 165, 166. We've had my favourite comedian, Ricky Gervais. We've had my favourite ever footballer, Mark Noble. Yeah. Your favourite member of One Direction, Liam Payne? Well, he's top five for me. (laughs) But today, (laughs) I can't believe I'm saying this, we have... One of arguably my favourite people in the whole wide world. A man that seems to be like a rare Pokemon. He seems to be so elusive. I've been trying to find him for years. We finally have him on Jack Mate's Happy Hour podcast, guys. It's Irish auctioneer, viral sensation. It's Mr. Rory McSorley. <laughs> How are you? Lovely to meet you. Mate, can I just say, you're looking so dapper. Talk us through the suit. This is the new look from here on on. You know, you, you have to be consistent with the image. You know, if you're actually looking to go for these type of things. Yeah. So that's just as, I mean, I, I, I always looked at these very successful people. I mean, the liquor, you know, Simon Cowell for all his millions only yeah. has about two jumpers. <laughs> Donald, <laughs> Donald Trump only has about three ties. No, yeah. Andrew Tate, the bald hair and the glasses. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Had to, had to get an image that you were going to be able to stick with. So from here on, and that's just as, you know, it's just going to be the, the green suits and the white shirt and then the gold jewellery as oh, well. Oh, God, it's beautiful. Look, 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 the, suit, the, the Irish it? harps. Oh, it's a beautiful. Love that. Yeah. Big fan and, of Guinness. And aren't the you? hair as well. Now, obviously, we'll get to this later on in the episode. Uh, but well, pe- that, that's been growing since COVID. Oh, has it? Has well, it? well, whenever the barbers were shut, it sort of just grew out naturally yeah. and no, just it's, decided it's, to keep it's it. It's luscious, isn't it? It's like a bit Jon Snow. You know, Game, Game of Thrones? Oh, I. It's a bit like that. Absolute hunk, Rory McSorley, may I just oh, say. Very much. Oh, as well. That's <laughs> 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 you, you, you may leave me out of them fantasies. <laughs> 
<laughs> now we start with the same question. Rita Camden dodge that me. We start with the same question for all of our guests. Rory, I'd like you to imagine a mythical place far, far away called the Happy Hour Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. You can submit an item into this Hall of Fame, something that means something to you. It can be a place, a person, a feeling, a thing, an object, anything. What would you like to put in the Happy Hour Hall of Fame? Uh, uh, and is this like a tangible collection of stuff that's lying under under a bed somewhere, or is this just uh, you know, is this just like imaginary? Like the the guests, all the previous guests that have answered this have never physically gave us the item, so it's more of a make believe world. You can keep it, but yeah. we want it in our world. Yeah, you want you want it in your world, right? Right. Yeah. Well, since this is effectively Resurrection Day, this is the first ever proper podcast I I think I've ever done. Really? Do you know it's a strange situation to manage, kind of like. Do you know, everybody, well, a lot of people, well, as soon as they hear my voice, they know me at, at home anyway. But at the same time, nobody knows me. So this is the first proper podcast. So before, well, I, before I go for this yeah. wild journey properly now, so as I say, since this is an, sort of an important day. <laughs> oh, I love if, it. If, if, I, if, I do, if I do succeed in what I intend to, then mm. I'll sign this tie and send it back to you. What about that? Oh, oh yes. <laughs> yes. Can we shake on that? Right. So that's a gentleman's <laughs> agreement. <laughs> I love it. So Rory McSorley is putting his... What kind of green would you call it? It's not a mint green, is it? It's a royal green? Uh, 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 Maybe a royal or maybe an emerald green. An emerald green. Emerald green. Oh, we'll hang that up in the studio. Right. (laughs) Right, okay. (laughs) Now, I just want to say, guys... If you don't know Rory, we're going to cover his whole life story over the next hour or two. But I've been a massive fan of this guy for years. (laughs) Fiona, play the clip. Because he's the most Irish guy ever. He won't give it up, will he? <laughs> wait, wait. His name's Rory McSorley, right? And this isn't the only time he's gone viral. <laughs> why you, have a guess why you think he went viral a second time. Went to prison? No. More snow? He was drowning off sea in a bunch of, <laughs> a bunch of dolphins. <laughs> We've lost him, Robbie. We've lost him. <laughs> What? Is that true? He's actually crying. Can you say that so the listeners can hear? Do you want me to say it? He has lost it! Jack has completely lost it! He's crying! He's got a bunch of dolphins! saved him! A bunch of dolphins! Get up! <laughs> Can I say why I was laughing at first? Because when you said he was drowning off sea, because I could hear you, I thought you said on a bungee jump. I like, imagine really... like, oh, I'm drowning. Oh, I'm all right. Oh, I'm drowning. Oh, I'm all right. Frostbit guy. They call him Frostbit. Imagine being known as Frostbit boy. Frostbit boy Rory McSorley saved four kilometres off coast by dolphins in Kerry. He's got a broadband ad deal there. He's, he's done. He's done all right, mate. Get him on, Rory. If you're about. Oh, I've seen that, Michelle. <laughs> now, I have been on the hunt, as I say, for Roy for years. Uh, let's talk a few, some of the ways I tried to get him. I know I, I emailed Lad Bible. Uh, they, they didn't get back to me. No, um, when we were on tour, we were in Belfast. Yeah, we were on- And someone in our crowd said that they knew someone you used to live with, Yeah, I think. So they're like, I'll try and contact him. So we Don't got, think that worked. We got the guy's phone and we filmed a bit from stage. Hi, hi, Rory, mate. <laughs> What you saying, man? You cool, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, it's a shit you did with the dolphins. Respect to that, bro. Um, just wondering if you're free at any point. Uh, we'd love to have you on the podcast. Not just me, uh, these two guys. Hi, Rory. And all of me! Come on! Wait, wait, I, I can't resist. 
you wouldn't be longer prophet. And we got everybody to shout your name in the whole really? thing. Yeah. Did that never get back to you? No. Oh, oh God. Maybe the guy was a charlatan. Were, you were in Belfast. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. We were doing a show at the. Where was it now? Was it the Olympia? No, that was Dublin. Dublin. We did was Dublin Olympia. the night before. And then we did a show. What was three in there? Not quite that one. I don't. No, think. it was. In Dublin, we did the Olympia, three Olympia, oh, no, the theatre, yeah. yeah. and then Belfast was a bit smaller. Can't remember. What I can't remember what it was called. Now. Sorry, Ulster Hall. Yeah, yes, Ulster Hall. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I'm very surprised it never got back to me because, because I mean that's one thing in Ireland. I mean you're only ever one person away from it. <laughs> like, no, but it does too. Like it, yeah. England's very anonymous. Nobody knows anybody. Yeah. But at the same time. I'm very surprised at yeah, it. Oh, there, there, was, there was hundreds in the crowd when we, we all started chanting Rory McSorley. <laughs> uh, and then we had the two Johnnies on the show. One of them tried to call you, but your number wasn't in use. Did you <laughs> Did you give the two Johnnies a fake number? No, well, I changed my number recently. Right, okay. That's well, yeah, well, I have a northern one and a southern one. Right, right. And I didn't pay the bills on the southern one, so they got, they got me <laughs> <laughs> well, Why are you so elusive? It seems like you've been so hard to track down. I know. Well... I, it was a conscious decision to remain enigmatic up to a certain point. Was it really? Well, because you sort of went, uh, like, sort of accidentally viral and famous there, that type of way. Like, I mean, that truly was just me going to school and just what happened <laughs> happened. Like, yeah. so uh, uh, what I was saying was, uh, you, you need to have a better plan like that. Uh, you know, otherwise it's, it is all going to flounder into Santa Cruz because a very big business that you're getting into there. Yeah. You know, you can't build an empire on a sinkhole. You need <laughs> you need the right people around you. You need the right plan. You need to know exactly where you're going right. uh, with everything there. So I sort of just, uh, you know, we'll make a win a pound whatever way I need to do and then just stay away from the YouTube and the public eye until everything else until we've it all worked out. But I'm pretty confident if I go for it all now that I should be able to stay there for the rest of my life. I don't think I've ever met a human with a with such a set plan like mm -hmm. even from the off a lot of people who go viral overnight it kind of fades away doesn't it because they don't they don't handle it in the right way and i know just before we were on air you were talking about um not wanting to be just like a child star that fades away so you've got it all worked out even the intricacies and over the next hour and a half we're gonna mm -hmm. we're gonna get to them for sure mm -hmm. but before that we always start with a few quick fire-ish get mm -hmm. to know questions Got to get ahead. to know the man behind the suit <laughs> What is the world's most pointless animal? World's most Why, well, I hate cats. <laughs> Do you? I hate cats. Oh, they, they remind me of too many people I'd rather forget. <laughs> it's too, too, too many members of the family in that. <laughs> Remind you of people? Oh, just slimy, dirty, treacherous. No, that what, what I really don't like about them. Do you know, I don't like this in humans either. Do you know, they, they, they just they change their loyalty as soon as they're getting a better deal somewhere else. <laughs> that's <laughs> fair. That's yeah, a fair point. I, I hate that about. No dogs. I can get, get on great with dogs, but no, oh, no, I hate cats. No. <laughs> It's a fucking great answer. No, I'm allergic them. to cats, so I don't like them. But it seems the whole internet loves them. Like cat videos, they oh, bang no, on no, the, TikTok the, and stuff. Oh. But I'm, I'm, we're going to get on just fine. Rory, who are three people you would love to have at a dinner party? Oh, well, your net works, your net works. What do we say? Who, who, who would I need to be liaison with? Are, are we allowed dead people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what do we say? Maybe, maybe Michael Collins, Genghis Khan, and Napoleon. <laughs> I'm big. <laughs> oh yes. Well, well, Michael Collins. As far as the Irish freedom thing went, I think, in terms of a, everybody says, oh, if only Collins had loved and all the rest of it. But I mean, who knows? But at the same time, I mean, I think as far as a man who had the character to deliver the 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 complete 
answer I think mm. he was I think he was the closest that anybody else got so right. probably him from mm-hmm. that point of view Fingers mm-hmm. uh, calm Fingers calm Ah, well, do you know, well, I, well, I'd love to start my own dynasty whenever I choose to pursue my reproductive career as well. Right, right. <laughs> they, they, they say at this stage that a twelfth of the world's population descended from Genghis himself. Oh, wow. So you would like a, a million Rory's running around? Just, just, just like a McRory, our, our dash. <laughs> That's, that's, that's what I've decided I'm going to change I'm going to whenever I finally do get on to that I'm just going to change the children's name from McShirley yeah. to McRury <laughs> just sons of Rury sons of Rury I like that um, how many children do you want have you got any ch- you've not got no children now right no 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 no, 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 no okay. that's to say I'll go, I'll, that's to say just build no build your character build your empire build your dynasty <laughs> so, so, in that order so as I say I'll not, I'll, I'll, it's not something I'm, I'm looking to instigate just quite at the moment right but um, uh, no well that, that, my, my plan is, is, is you know I have no aspiration truly at this stage towards marriage or monogamy I says mm. look I would probably just get a and a bilateral going whenever the time would come <laughs> right. and just say, right, this is what I'll provide, this is what I'll do, and in return, you know, I want you just to have one child for me and then just repeat the process again and again, <laughs> you know, every few years, just with different women. You know what I mean? Oh, different women? Yes. <laughs> How many? Well, maybe uh, 10 or 12. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start when I'm in the early 30s and just keep her lap and tell them about maybe about 70. <laughs> This is incredible. So that's Genghis, and who else do we say? Napoleon. Napoleon. Well, do you know, other than establishment of slavery and things like that, do you know, I mean, well, no, like as far as the talent of a leader was concerned, I would have admired him for that, you know, that type mm-hmm. of way. He just completely, like, if he had just focused on upgrading France, I think, like, that man was a talented leader. Right. Like, and I think he would have been much more successful if I could just have focused then, but I suppose it was a sign of the time they were all yeah. imperial nuts in them times, but that's just how it was. <laughs> wow, that's an intense three. That'd be some dinner party. That'd be some crack. Yeah. <laughs> the tickets would be some fresh for a fourth whale ranch to come. <laughs> I like how I'm going from that to, if you had any superpower, what would it be? Oh, walking on dolphins. <laughs> already have one <laughs> right we're, we're not, I'm, I'm not going to we'll go into that the, one for yeah, that we'll for that for that <laughs> walking on dolphins was the answer there okay I'm, well, I'm, trying, I'm, trying, I'm trying to bring people back from the dead but not not, not, not just at my brother's level yet right. <laughs> <laughs> practicing what, on a few flies but what, what's, what's your biggest celebrity interaction you've ever had in real, in real life mm. Well, if or if they DM'd you, if yeah. they messaged you, Twitter. Um, God, I don't, you see, you sort of do be a bit know of celebrities whenever you're younger. And then after a while, you just realise they're just sort of like yeah. everybody else. Aren't yeah. they? After you meet the first two or three, you're just sort <laughs> yeah. of like talking to somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who were the first ones you met? The first ones I met. God, I remember even meeting some of them Irish country singers, but like I mean, the first time, right? Met Daniel O'Donnell's, like, oh my God, Daniel O'Donnell! Yeah, <laughs> was he nice? Oh, I he is a legend, but do you know him? Yeah, 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 Daniel O'Donnell. Aye. Yeah, my nan listens to him. Yeah, Aye. yeah. <laughs> oh, I, well, I, I always, I know, I, I always admired that about Tom Alright. He just played to the generation above himself, <laughs> and then by the time he's ready to retire, the target market's all dead. <laughs> But he's a great, but I don't, I don't know, I met him now, no, but you know, I'll tell you what I liked about him, he just, you know, like the hardest thing in life 
to handle his success. Mm. But just the way he just still was this real down-to-earth person, just the way he handled all of this, he just this focus mm. on his own model and just sort of stayed with it. Yeah. Right? Might come across a bit douchey at face value or whatever, but no, mm. that was genuinely a man I had a lot of respect for now. There we go. <laughs> so when this, when the, again, we're not going to touch on it just yet, but the viral clip, when that all happened, did any celebrities share that? Did you hear about it? The celebrities would have shared it. Yeah. But no, but you're talking about my interaction, but... I suppose I wouldn't have any wild one-to-one. Right. There's actually a huge amount of them, but like I say, I've been in conscious hibernation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, next one, Stevie. What's the weirdest app on your phone? The weirdest app? Uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> you, can was, get, you can have a look if you want, yeah. Uh, what do we see? What's likely to charge now? Um, uh, Jesus. Oh, nothing, nothing too impressive in terms of exoticness and that one, to be honest. <laughs> Have you got any games? Do you play games on your phone? Not really, no. Do you not? No, I'm no. Not, I was never into them video games or nothing. Would you? Well, you're, you're a quite unusual guy, aren't you? In the in, if in, in the nicest sense, like uh, you married. don't you don't follow the the normality. Oh, oh no, conf- conform to the norm wouldn't be my. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. That wouldn't be my style. Now you are right. <laughs> okay, final one. But you know, anybody tries to give you advice about things like that, I just sort of thought, right. You know, well, I mean, if this is what they're already doing and I do it, then you know, why why is anybody going to need me? Yeah, right, right. Did it, but you never you never played Fortnite. No. Call of Duty. No, I don't have the machine. How are we going to play it? It's <laughs> a good point. Well, what what machine not would just you? Just a board game, like. What, what? How many games consoles can you name? I don't know what they are. We're not just that far in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> You're amazed, aren't you? I am. I've never met anyone who doesn't play video games, though. If you had to play one, what one would you play? Pac-Man? Well, whatever it goes, it like I'm just saying, I don't have the machine in the house. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> okay, final question. PlayStation, Xbox, Wii. <laughs> yeah, he does know, he does know. <laughs> Who's your hero? My hero? Mm, whenever people ask them type of questions... I'm not ready out to emulate anybody, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You're ready, so say. You're your own man, yeah? Aye. Oh, yeah. very much so. Mm, no, yeah. I wouldn't. No, pass on that one. <laughs> Do you want to be your own hero? Yes, that, that's a better way to put it. <laughs> right. Do you know, and, and, and that, that's one thing about home. Do you know, whenever anybody says that they actually want to be anything, do you know, all they ever seem to say is just, I want to be an Irish version of some, something English or American, that type of way. Right. So I just always do. Focus on my own vision. We'll just stick with that. Do right. your own thing. So, so you say, be your own hero. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. So when, when think think way back to when you were really young. What was your what was your dream? My dream then. Well, I I found a. I had to do this one time at primary school. I found it was like an old scrap of paper, like it was all coloured and all of that. It was just always. What did it say? I was. I want to be an entrepreneur, and then it was just like me, it was just like me drawing myself with a suit, and then all these women, and then a big skyscraper. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, se- I'll send it to you if I find it. Yeah, okay. By the time you edit this, you'll be able to put it on the screen. <laughs> Love it. I so, do have that before. Uh, so, have, have you have you got a skyscraper or loads of women? No, yet? Not, not yet. Right, but it's still in there. <laughs> okay. Now you're you're from is it Park Village? Park, Park Village in County Derry. In County Derry. Now, what was what was that like growing up there? I don't. I think I've never been there. Have you been there? I've not been. I've been to Donegal. Oh, is... well, that's where I live at the minute. Okay. I so... live in Anchayland and Donegal. It's just five minutes over the border. I went to Bally Buffet. All right. I, that'll be about 
45 minutes away from where I'm from. Oh, it's quite oh. close. There oh, we go. You now support the football team, don't Finn Harps. Finn Harps. And I support Derry, right? Yeah. Yeah, we picked our Irish teams. And we, and Wait, we, was that? Well, I, just I went, went over there mm. to watch Finn Harps play football. And <laughs> it's a whole situation. But I went and watched them play football. And they won like 5-0. Because, right? because you, know the, you know the video game FIFA? Oh, yeah, that, that, aren't they the lowest ranked team on FIFA? Yeah, Finn Harps were the worst team on the whole game. So, <laughs> so with an esports had, organization, had to work out how bad they were. <laughs> we, yeah, they, they smashed it when we went over there. But because I went over there, Jack decided he's going to support their rivals, which was Derry, and that, yeah. and they're much yeah. better. Yeah, right. Derry are much better. Right. Do you have, do you have a football team? No, that's another thing. <laughs> You're not. not no, I'm not really a team player. No. <laughs> uh, do, do you like tennis? Too too much of an absolute monarch for that. <laughs> do you know? Like it was, it was the same any place that I ever worked or whatever. Like if I if I hadn't if I wasn't just about getting ready to take over within about three days, there was already a plot to get rid of me. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? You not do you not mix with groups very well? Are you very solo? Oh no, oh, no, no I'd, I'd be extrovert enough. Right. Oh no, I'd be very outgoing, like yeah. But then just. Uh, just maybe a wee bit obstinate, maybe or whatever the word would be. Just, just but tunnel vision on it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what's a what's a hobby you have then? Tell us about your hobbies. I, 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 no one knows anything about you, so I really want to find out what you're doing when you're at home on a Tuesday evening. Well, at the minute I've just sort of I've been going about. I've been doing these. I've been going from plush to plush. I've been doing these clinical trials and uh, <laughs> on a taxi driving a few advertisements. You taxi driver? What? A wee bit, I. <laughs> I love it. Just, just left all these cards around the bars for St- Stephen's taxis. Oh, you go under a different name? Oh, I, nobody will know it's me. Uh-huh. Do they know once they get in and start talking to you? you? Yeah. Oh, like at home? No, no. When, when, yeah, when you're in your taxi, you pick someone up. Does ever anyone go? That's that's for a spit boy. Well, about the only thing left at that stage is just about the actions and the the action and the eyebrows. Mm. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, right, I'm trying to think because obviously we we researched Rory, didn't we? We knew that he looked like this. I saw yeah. the lad Bible video. Mm-hmm. But I'm just trying to think now. Go back to the viral clip. Would you be able to pick Rory out and say that's him? If I hadn't seen how you look now Never. I'd struggle because no. you had really short you were young mm-hmm. so you had really short hair mm-hmm. no beard mm-hmm. so you, you've kind of covered up everything yeah <laughs> yeah right now let's go ah, let's go evolved <laughs> let's go back to uh, a London dairy is it called that or is it just dairy oh no it's just just dairy just just no, dairy, just dairy. No, matter, no matter how black they paint the leaves they'll never change the rich right there we go now a bit of a Political one, that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tiptoe over that, I think, a little bit. Oh, no, I just just... So if there's the, the, there's lots and lots of famous people from there, I'm going to give you the name of some famous people and see if you know who they are. From Derry? Yeah. All right. Give us the first one. Fergal Sharkey. That's the lead singer in the undertones. Correct. Martin O'Neill. He's a football manager, isn't he? Correct. Yes. Correct. Uh, final, Dar- final one. Daryl Gurney. Daryl Gurney? Mm-hmm. What do you think he does? Jesus. Don't know. Have a guess. What could Daryl Gurney do? Daryl Gurney. He's also not a team player. He's not, uh, oh, maybe some sort of graphic designer or something. (laughs) He's a darts player. He's a darts player. A very good Ah, darts player. Oh, so they're not much entertainment in darts, (laughs) to be fair. He loves darts. You love darts, I'm a huge darts fan. (laughs) 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 Well, Well, what makes Derry unique? What was that like growing up there? Ah, well, well, I didn't just grow up in the city. I grew up out, outside in a 
Blushcald Park. Right, okay. And what was uh, that? Well, was that, is that quite a... Well, it was a bad dirt and a bad bleak and a bad miserable. There's no no use on it at all between so about... No. Oh, sure, there's been no opportunity there for... Right. You know, between about 18 and 35, I'd say there's about about six people. Oh, fucking hell, really? <laughs> wow. So what would you get up to as a kid? How would no, you... Or just... <laughs> no, that was the problem. <laughs> just nothing and no, nobody really to work with. That, that was sort of the thing. I mean, I mean, that's been the that's been the way in Ireland for years. That's whole I mean, like if you want the opportunity to, you know, really love an alignment with your desire, you're gonna to have to emigrate, I'm afraid. That's oh, just really? that's sort of just the way it is. Wow. Suppose wow. there's an element of that, you know, rural locations anywhere in the world, but at the same time, ah oh, no, there's just mm. I mean the, the that type of scope for upward mobility as as very limited, I would have to say. Right, right. So, we, we enjoyed it though, didn't we? But both Dublin oh, and Belfast, it. yeah, I'm yeah. But they're obviously the major. Yeah, Dublin and Belfast are obviously going to be quite a lot different to the smaller places. Yeah, yeah. It's like That's anywhere fine. though, isn't it? We've got shitty little villages in England, and well, we're from Norwich, which yeah. is a lovely have you, have city. You ever, city yeah. Have you ever been to Norwich? Was one time I really? I don't for like a day. Eh? Right. Oh wow. Are you? Are you? This is a bit <laughs> of a stereotype. But are you a Guinness drinker? Yes. And I, 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 I would t- I would take Guinness and then I would take like a glass of whiskey as well as a chaser. Oh wow. You no, know, but, ju- ju- just to sort of sort of balance it out a bit. You're a very distinguished gentleman, aren't you? Oh I. All these um. Oh no, and then, and then that's that's to say if you just um. No, if if you just send one down, you know, just the the sort of the smoothness of the Guinness sort yeah. of curtails the strength of the the whiskey about there. So right. Sort of, oh, no, it's a good, it's a good blend to mix the two together. Are you very, very sort of anal about how you like your Guinness? Has it got to be? Well, I don't, I don't like that shit out of the tun now. Out of the what? Sorry. Out of the tun. Tanned? What's that? The, the tun. Out of the, the tun that you open. Oh, the tin. Like, yeah, I, was, I was about to, to chance the English accent there. To thank you <laughs> there. Are, are you struggling with Rory's accent? No, most of it's fine, but saying tun instead of tin is right. obviously the one thing that I've got. I don't know. That, but then mm. I was thinking maybe I'm just not very smart and it could be a type of thing for whiskey. Yeah, yeah. Well, major, well, major, uh, no, maybe it's just my age. <laughs> age? Age. A, the letter A. Maybe it's just your A's. A. Eyes. <laughs> You're a deaf whore. Hey. <laughs> yeah, he's saying I. He's saying I. Because I mean, one time I was, <laughs> I was talking about throwing something in the bun. And then this English girl's like, what? A, a bun? A bun? I'm like, no, the bun. That thing over there. The like, bin. Hey, he's hey, trying the bin. The, why are you saying bun? The bin. <laughs> Say bin. <laughs> I'm saying it might just be my age. <laughs> so, so, right. Say I'm going to put a bottle in the bin. I'm going to put a bottle in the bun. See, you're not using your eyes. You should you, say I. So I'm saying, uh, what do you think I'm saying? It like you. Yeah, yeah fun. Um, yeah, can I attempt the accent or is that bad? Right, go on ahead. So go. Right, say it again for me. I'm going to put a bottle in the bin. <laughs> I'm going to put a bottle in the bun. I'm going to put a bottle in the bun. Oh, well, no, that's that's better than most people's attempts now, to be fair. Go on, not Steve. a chance. Yeah, yeah, I've gone right for If Stevie does it, it'll be a hate crime. It would be. It's <laughs> on, a, it, it, I can't do accents. Give it a go. <sighs> Oh, I hate this. There's an 80% chance this is going to sound Indian. So, <laughs> so how did you say it? I'm going to put a bottle in the bun. I'm... No, come on, come on. I'm kidding. I'm going, I can't do this. I'm going to, no, I'm... Go, I'm... Go, just go for it. Let go I'm it. going to put a bottle in the bun. 
Nah, shall we put down the country that one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yours wasn't too bad at all. I'll take that. I'll take that. Oh, now, what school did you go to, Rory? Uh, Lumen Crusty. And, 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 and fa- we don't know what that is. Like, try and explain to us what is it a typical school? Like, how does uh, it. Oh, well, it was a bit of a strange place now. It would have to be says, all right. Do you know, it was nearly like. Sort of like high end school, you had to get like top top marks to get onto it. Oh, now. really? Yeah. But it was yeah. kind of like, well, it was kind of like with these, uh, it was like a carbon copy of an English private school according to Irish Catholics. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. What would you would you stay there? Would you sleep there? No, no, no. You go home. Would you uh, go in on Saturdays? Uh, no, no, it wasn't no. like that. Well, you. On, uh, Go on, go on. Ach, no, just, just, just sort of about a square factory now, to be honest. Right, but right. <laughs> well, so when you were there, what what's in our? We went to a public school, didn't we? Yeah. And in England, there's, and I'm sure it's the same everywhere. There's different sort of social groups. You've got the cool kids who think they're cool. You've got the sort of nerdier kids. Where did you align? Oh, I was sort of a leg of me on that type of way. <laughs> <laughs> you sort of believe that. <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. And we ask all of our guests this. What's the naughtiest thing you did as a school kid? Oh, I've done a few things now, must admit. <laughs> one, 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 time, one time I robbed the lost property <laughs> and then set up a stall in the middle of it. No, you didn't. <laughs> what? Did you? And started selling the stuff off them. Did you? I did, they. Did anyone go, hold on, that's mine? Aye, they did. That was the problem. <laughs> then I got suspended then. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to get your fucking skyscraper. You'll have to sell a lot of plimsolls. <laughs> That's what happened then. Somebody turned up and says, them shoes is mine. <laughs> so what else was there? Because you said there's a few things. Just a, lock, I'll, just a few books and PE kits and things like that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> then one other time, I mean, whenever the principal was leaving, I set up a bookmaker's then. What was that? Like a bookmaker's, like a book for who was going to be the next principal and started taking bets then. You were taking bets for who's going to be principal? <laughs> who's going to be the next principal? I love you so much. <laughs> you are the... That's true. <laughs> <laughs> So you had so there were there were front runners for this, right? Then well, I they, just went through all the teachers and then just sort of assessed them all what their odds was of taking the job then, and then just put a board up then and just taking odds from people then. No, who got the job? Like I, I wish I was left school then. I just went away with the money then. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we, we've had some a, a whole array of answers to that question, and that is probably top three, isn't and it? Then, and then I went up to school on my last day in a horse then. Did you? I rode a horse onto school then. Just where where are you getting day. a horse from? I just got somebody from home to leave to leave one out just about a mile away, and then just run it out through the streets. Then just onto the just onto the school grounds. <laughs> Why? Oh, just ju- just just to get back at them for for torturing me for all them years. <laughs> just <laughs> fed the horse with a big bag of oats then, and then just ran it around the school grounds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like it's not real. No. Did you oh. it up? Look, have you internet on? Yeah, yeah, go on. You, you Google there. What should I Google? You Google Rory McShorley, horse or something. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was in the paper and everything. Horse. <laughs> Frostbit boy Rory McSorley rides on white horse. Was it a white horse? Aye. Should I click it? Aye. Oh, there you go. Right up there. Oh, here we go. You have so many articles about you. I uh, fr- Frostbit Rory McSorley arrives at school on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> the photo's so good. Is that it again? 
The 18-year-old celebrated the end of his A-levels yesterday by arriving at Lumen Christie College in Derry on a white horse. Months after becoming internet sensation, uh, Rory's efforts to make a grand entrance on his last day of class last month were scuppered when he was stopped by staff as he arrived on a mobility scooter. Oh, well, I tried that first of all. I was going to I borrow this mobility scooter off a woman and then just spun it around and then they threw me out then. Then I says, right, well, sure, we'll have to, we'll have, we'll have to go bigger then. And then just... <laughs> then get the horse in. <laughs> oh, God. This is fucking amazing. It's bad, isn't it? Oh, I love <laughs> That's you. Inc- right. Well, that touched on why you went viral in the first place. So I feel like we need to actually speak about why we keep referencing you yeah. as Frostbit Boy. Well, we were talking about riding a mobility scooter to school. Well, we that were was talk- sort of after that. Yeah, oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, okay. it, said, it said there a few months after. Oh, right. Okay. But it was on your way to school. It was on my way to school. That was on. The date was, it was the 13th of January, 2015. 2000, what's that? Eight years ago, eight is years it? Ago. Yeah. Eight, eight years ago. Eight years ago. Right, so to, for anybody <laughs> out there, and there won't be lots, but for anybody out there who doesn't know you and doesn't know this viral clip, explain <laughs> it to us. What happened? I was on the way to school. I just was going into, it was like an exam. And then it was, so I just had a few bits of paper then. I wanted to stay off then. I said, look, I mean, the amount of snow then. Then my mother, she's a bit of a, domestic imperialist there she's oh no be her way or no way so that was the that was the crack she says no you were going on and um so anyway that was fine she, she left me after the bus then and then and then there was these cameras then was doing like a routine weather report then and then i just walked out then just to get onto the bus and then they stopped me then they says well could, no could you just make some sort of comment about the the weather then and then they says oh what, what's it like there i just said what i said <laughs> and, <laughs> and what was the famous line you said uh, I says, well, the mother says you had to go anyway. We hadn't much of a choice in the matter, but sure. And then Gareth says, oh, oh it's, a, it's, it's a cold, cold day. We day to school. I says, oh, God, you won't be long getting frostbite. <laughs> 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 what do you think it was about that line or about that interview that made you go viral? Oh, it me. I've sort of wondered that about all right. <laughs> Would you say... <laughs> I really don't know what, 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 what. <laughs> you see like I watched it back I'm trying to determine that exact question Do you yeah. know I know that my actions are a bit different or a bit distinct or whatever else mm. you know people thought it was a bit funny then walk, me walking to school with a <laughs> with a the, 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 the spar bag and that <laughs> well, I, you see I had <clears throat> talked right about being a presenter right I had genuinely talked about that. Mm. Uh, do you know, and see UTV, the people that had done that. Yeah. I, I had actually went and work experience to them about four months before that. Oh, really? really? I had. Oh, so did they, so they must have known you was quite eccentric. You were quite a character. No, they- no, no, no. We did just meet randomly on that day. There, like there, there was no, like, I mean, that did just happen. But, oh. but, but what I'm saying is, uh, uh, no, this is another story. I, like I, I had wanted to, you know, like be in the television and that. That mm. was, you were talking about what was my dreams whenever I was a child. That mm. was one of them was, you know, like to have my own show and that. Right. So that was, um. so I, so I was trying to sort of make tracks to go about that. So anyway, just we had to go work experience somewhere with school. So I had went to UTV then. And then there was another video of me. I sat in like it was the continuity presenters chair then. And then I just, do, I just done it like my way then. Oh, and wow. I, I had put it up online for like a few hours then. And yeah. then I never went onto the work experience the next day then and then, and then one of the, the bosses called me on then and then he just says uh you see 
see that DVD we gave you yesterday? I says, I, he says, I'd like you to burn it, please. I says, oh, you want me to burn you a couple of copies? Oh, that's no bother. <laughs> and then he says, I ain't smiling, sunshine. So that, that had to come down. So as you say, they'd yeah. have been aware of me there, that type of way. But the only thing I could put it down to is that, it's, you know, it's just law of attraction. It's just that energy then yeah. that it just... Same day happen. Right. And I, and you know, and me, you know, me sitting watching it thinking, what did I do other than say it was cool? I suppose, <laughs> but that's just the way it was. I says, right, well, everybody knows me now. <laughs> Ross, but boy, it does. <laughs> I like that you just accept it, though. I did. It was a bit of a shock, like, at the time, but it's, I mean, I, did you, I'd did, just go with it. Did you like it? Did you like going overnight? <clears throat> I, yeah. It was, it was, People, you can be new for worse. I mean, what? Yeah. Still had to be ashamed of, like, it was just no. the way it was. Now, life was never the same after it, like, even to this day, like, wow. to be fair. I'm, I'm so interested to get into it, because isn't it crazy how there's people out there who spend their whole life trying to get famous, like, and they will try any avenue, and sometimes it can come across a bit desperate, mm-hmm. but then you can just be a schoolboy on your way to... <laughs> and then it can just fall in your lap. Now, I think I already know the answer to this after even knowing you for 45 minutes, but you're not you're not playing a character in that, are you? You are <laughs> no. Lip Dash Year, isn't it? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> <laughs> and do you think it went more viral outside of Ireland because of your accent? And, for example, Stevie and I f- find your accent quite comical, whereas mm-hmm. do, do your peers find your accent as comical or not because they have that? Mm, uh, sort of, sort of. I. Do they? Uh, okay, well, as you say, it's, it, it is different in Ireland there, that type of way, because you're not, I suppose, that much different to anybody. No, my, mine, mine's would be... No, a lot of people even at home would say my accent's the strongest Irish accent they ever heard in their yeah. life. There are no two ways about that. <laughs> but I suppose it'd be like, you know, if you went into somewhere in yeah. Yorkshire or whatever, so, you know, some ones with very distinct accents and other ones that hasn't, I don't think there's... Do you know, I have this theory about accents in general. I think it's like a, a, it's like a subconscious sign. Like the stronger somebody's accent is, the more patriotic they are. Really? Okay, okay. Would you say I'm quite... I've got quite an accent. Like an English... Uh, oh, it's hard to know the English one sort of wee bit generalised anyway. That yeah. Way, I don't know. Do I do I sound to you, do, do I sound like a bit of a farmer? No. Why do, are you? No, but I'm from Norfolk, which is like a bit more rural. Uh, and like not, people say, like the, our accent, the, the, the strongest accent of ours would be like, are you right, boy? You coming to Norwich and going on the farm? <laughs> like that's a bit like that. Yeah, <laughs> we elongate our vowels and stuff. But I don't think I have the strongest accent. No, it? you have twangs, and I think I'm the same. Yeah, yeah, twangs. Do we sound like we speak like the Queen's English? Ah, no, you wouldn't be. No, not like, posh. You, won't, you wouldn't be like Charlie. No, <laughs> like who? <laughs> like Charlie, King Charlie. <laughs> oh, King Charlie, right. <laughs> You're such a wave of words. <laughs> now, Frostbit Boy, when did... What, what, does he t- what does he talk like? He's like, it's uh, remarkable now after after 70 years to finally take the throne in Britain. That's really good. Are you, are you, you're, you're about accents, aren't you? You know, you know him. You, you yeah, do... I know Oh, you're going to get onto that later. <laughs> right. Now, now um, the Frostbit the frostbit clip, uh, you go to school, you do the interview, it goes viral. At what point do you find out that you've gone viral? Just whenever I went home from school that day. That day? It went viral that day? It well, be- it, it was on the six o'clock news. And then, I mean, that day, the bu- like, the bus was jammed getting home, so we didn't get home until about seven or eight o'clock. Right. 
and then I mean just so we got home at maybe eight o'clock then and then there was a few people says to me always in the shop always saying it oh it was a bit of crack and all the rest of it and then I just logged on to Facebook then but then it was just like the whole thing it was just like for as long and long as you could go there was just all these people had shared this and it was people that I didn't even know and things like that and it was just just something clicked at that man I was like there's no going back. <laughs> <laughs> How quickly did it change your life? Like, what was the first few things where you were like, oh, this is different now? Well, the, well, the news come to see me again the following day just to talk about the response. And then I was in a few talk shows and I was doing a, a pile of big ad campaigns. I was in billboards and everything. Wow. I was on the side of buses. And <laughs> wow. I was. What were you promoting on the side of buses and billboards? Like, uh, internet and everything. Wow. What did your What did your mum think of this? Oh no, she's com- completely anti everything. Oh really? Oh she didn't, she, no, she's completely against the whole thing. She didn't like it. Well, no. well for what reasons would she not like that? Oh yeah, because <laughs> they're sort of like they're sort of like middle class. Then that type of way. So then, if you went and um, no, if you you went and succeeded at something like that, then then she, you know, that would sort of render all the all of her rants about um, right <laughs> and and an effect of that way. Right. So plus, w- plus the fact I think what they're sort of scared of is that I'll go on the TV and start slagging off the family. Then <laughs> <laughs> um, no, 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 not that you possibly could, because they're so sensible. <laughs> 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 uh, were you treated differently at school? Were you, did your schoolmates treat you different? After that? Yeah. Um, oh, I suppose. I, yeah. Well, they always oh, well, sort of enjoyed it there that day, but way. I, yeah. I imagine uh, you were even quite popular before that, though, right? Okay, well, luckily, that well, yeah. mastered life in the bubble, but yeah. well, the bubble blew up in a yeah. very short space of time. <laughs> were you recognised quite often straight after that? Oh, God, I. Oh, like, like everywhere I went, all, all over Ireland and England and Scotland, c- certainly. Just constantly. Wow, photos. Like, like, like even last year, I mean, I, I, whenever I was out in Texas, there, were, there was a few people says, oh, are you the in man Texas? that In Texas? No I, way. I, do you know, wow. like, but it was just the voice at that stage that they recognised. They says, I've heard him somewhere before and then just clicked then. Oh, it's amazing, isn't it? And I, and I don't mean to intrude and ask a question that's maybe a bit out of place, but financially, did that change your life or not? At... I did make money that type of way. You mm. would have, like you certainly did like, make enough to keep me going for a few years at the time. Mm-hmm. But as far as um, it, it was, as I said before, a conscious decision not to push myself as, to the absolute max because I felt what would happen over if you tried to build like a like a a structured brand over something that's just sort of that was just sort of random. Like that, mm-hmm. it, it's going to be. It would be very difficult just to keep that up, you know. And if mm. you like, you do see this with these people that do become famous whenever they are, you know, 17, 18 or you know, maybe before in that mm-hmm. type of way, and they're trying to. And as they just, you know, evolve and grow as a man, just naturally, mm-hmm. you know, they're sort of the whole of their career depends on pretending they still be who they were whenever they were younger. Right. Do you know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. So I think it made more sense just to work, sort of take a step back from all of that, to take a step forward whenever you, to, you know, to spring forward whenever you were out there, that type of way. That makes sense, so yeah. That was sort of what I'd done, just to work out exactly where I was going and mm. then say, right, do you know, if, if I go for it now and get my YouTube sorted and get an agent on the job, I think I can get to the top and stay there now if I go for it now. Mm. Do you, do, do you like being known as Frostbit Boy? Or are you trying to separate that? You know how, like, Daniel Radcliffe doesn't really like being called Harry Potter anymore? <laughs> like, he's tried to do other films, but he's always Harry Potter. Well, I mean, it was just part of 
by journey the way it was like mm. I'm not ach, no I'm not ashamed of it or anything else yeah. ach, it was what it was like yeah yeah, no, I'm, no, no, I mean, I mean, people still come up to me just for a phone or whatever else and just say, oh, say it there, oh, tell my sister she to put on warm socks and all this crack. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know I always go with it now, to be fair. Yeah, fair enough. You're a good, good sport. Do you have any super fans? Do you have any f- actual fans that... There was two people that got tattoos of me. What? No way. There was... What did they get? Like, your face? You can, you can Google that one as well. <laughs> I'm telling you. There's one. There's one that was all colourful and intricate and everything, and then there was another one that was. Um, it was just sort of like an outline. Oh my god! <laughs> it's, it's like an actual portrait. It does. Wouldn't be. Wouldn't. And they spelt it. Wouldn't be lang. Getting frostbit. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is incredible. That one there, yeah. That's it. There wow. was an, there was another one as well, but I don't think that was uploaded. That's, <laughs> That's amazing. That is, I cannot believe from an interview on the news from a, from a few seconds. Ago, <laughs> it's amazing. The internet is absolutely crazy. Here's a question for you, Rory. Did you get any girls from it? Oh, few few visitors yet. There, all right. Say <laughs> <laughs> <See>, visitors. <laughs> well, that, that's all I want. I'm not looking to. I'm, I'm, I st- st- still have a bit of um, commitment phobia. Right, right. So, <laughs> so, so, are you putting going on record as to say you're off the cards? You do not no relationship for Mister McSorley. No, well, there would be relations, but they just wouldn't adhere to the um to to the prescribed uh, framework. <laughs> that, 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 that's 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 another thing about um, King Rory's Island that we're going to that we're going to change. We're going to create a longer list of options for alternative structures to relationships and families. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. Um. We should should we just jump straight into that now? Yeah. Um. So <laughs> we were chatting on text on uh, mm-hmm. WhatsApp the other day, and uh, I didn't know much about you apart from what I'd been able to find online. Mm-hmm. But I was quite shocked. Uh, you're going to become the King of Ireland, aren't you? Absolutely. <laughs> Does Ireland have a king? No. Well, well, there, there was the, the tradition of governance through kingship was a very uh, backdated one. Up until uh, there was kings in Ireland since 1900 BC. Up until it was only after the Norman invasion that was in 1170, whenever the the Normans and the English came first, that it was all discontinued. Then, mm. but you know, there was kings in Ireland for for a long time. But you know, ever since that, it was just sort of you know people that was you know sent from England alongside the. Gaelic chieftains and that, mm. and then we've had our own. Um, we've had our own two governments just in the north and the south, just for about the past hundred years there. Right, but they're both a bit dysfunctional and a bit rubbish there that type of way. Yeah, but the the likelihood is at some stage now the date is very debatable that we will be going into a united Ireland there, and there's these huge conventions all over the country. For the and these conversations about oh what does a new Ireland look like what do we want it to be like do you know how can we change things now but there's not one person that has one idea one plan <clears throat> nothing at all right so what I myself am aiming to do is lay out a complete full and cohesive plan I've, and I have went through everything from the government from the constitution to education to housing the cost of living immigration I have got through the whole lot and just if I have a plan, somebody from the outside that's not from a political family or anything else, and leave the full pack just sitting out there mm. and say, right, I, I, what I've tried to do is answer two questions, right? Look at our past and say, that would not have happened if, and fell on the if, and <clears throat> what would actually be better? And just go through each of the two things, and I'll just leave a full plan out there and leave my commitment to serve as Taoiseach and High King, now, t- t- this is a word that, that, conf- that confused me. Um, Tishuk. T- 
Taoiseach. 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 And that basically means what, Prime Minister? Chieftain. Chieftain. Not chieftain, it means it's like an old Gaelic word. It was like um, back in the day, the local chieftains would have been like maybe over a, a clan or a sept. Right. You know, so if you were like the, the Taoiseach of a family mm. or something, then mm. then that, that's what you would, um, th- th- that would just have been the title you'd had. And then Tanisha would have been the name given to the heir apparent. Right. So whenever they, whenever they like, wrote the first constitution of Ireland then in 1937, that was what they, they done then. Just the prime minister was Taoiseach and the deputy was Tanisha then. So, just so from chieftain and heir. So you are essentially trying to be... The, uh, like a new version of a prime minister, is that correct? You see, I would evolve the job description from prime minister to elected monarch. The way it is now, it, 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 does, it is just the same as the British model, that type of way. It is just mm-hmm. by default the leader of the biggest party. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's not somebody that's specifically primed for the job. Mm. But what, what I would like to do is have a leadership college yeah. where people train specifically for the job they want. Right. No, Taoiseach, president... Minister of Agriculture, Minister of Foreign Affairs, mm-hmm. Minister of the Economy, whatever else. Mm-hmm. You train for one job, you go to this place where you can network with other people who are looking to uh, form a team for an executive election. Right. And then you just go forward into a campaign then with people that are primed for specific jobs. Then. Okay. And you go for a direct vote. You say, my name is Rui, I want to be Taoiseach and this, and make them focus on what they believe they could add to their specific job as opposed to just by default turning around to the people and saying, this is who you're getting. It's got it all planned out now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you have anyone in mind who you'd want to take up certain roles in this new government? Well, the thing about it is, well, first of all, that that is what you would have to do. You would have to try to form a provisional government. Now, as huge and monumental as all of these plans sound, at the same time, the Irish people who have beat the brain drain essentially have went on to become some of the most successful people in the world, mm. you know. And anybody that was able to relent through all the negativity and lack of opportunity and things like that and still say, right, that's what I'm going to do, mm-hmm. they really did make it to the top. There's no question. So people of that calibre do exist in our country. There's no question about that. Yeah. You know, as for who would I ask, I think that the majority of people that I would end up getting in, I probably am not aware of them. Like, I mean, if you take something like, we'll say, Minister of Health, mm. Do you know, what I would like for that would be somebody who is used running like a private health clinic or something like that and been used allocating those type of resources successfully and that. Yeah. Do you know what, do you know, and then you just take them to a bigger level of running a health service then. Do you know mm. what I mean? Where their experience lends to that job. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Which makes sense. But, you know, if there was somebody and we'll just say Dublin or Galway that was doing something like that, no, I, I probably wouldn't know them personally. Yeah, yeah. of course. So, so what I would plan to do is just put my plans out there and in such a way that they would resonate with the people and then just put a job description for my ideal candidate for each job out. Yeah. And if I'm able to get the publicity for that, which I believe shouldn't be a problem, mm. then we'd be able to form the team then and then say, right, we'll go for it now. And if you have a provisional government like that, that's very clearly better than the one that's there at the minute and very, you know, very, you know, distinctly better people just all sitting there ready to go. Mm. It would be very hard to argue against a reign of King Rui for the current government. <laughs> that is true, but... So, say, say, um, say in a make-believe world, Stevie and I come up to you and we say, King Rory, we want a job. What do you think we could do for you? 
Oh, we, we, we could get you doing the coronation special. <laughs> okay, what, presenting it? Oh, hey, that, that's oh, perfect. I'd yeah. be all over that. That's yeah. perfect. I think the two Johnnies would feel robbed, though, wouldn't they? That's all right. I'm okay <laughs> with that. I, I just, we'd get them snick, snick done as well, maybe yeah. somewhere. <laughs> now, a, Rory, I can't... I, 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 they I'm can pro- sing, too. Yeah, I know they can. So can you. We've heard it, yeah. and we're oh, coming wow. to it. But <laughs> 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 Now, I'm, I, I've got to be honest. Like, I'm quite out of my depth when it when it comes to like the politics in Ireland mm. and stuff. And, okay, uh, no, I Oh, well. Yeah, and obviously there's a divide, isn't there, between the south and the north and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, is are your plans divisive then, or like you- no, I, oh no, but I mean not not just in terms of the north and south thing. I mean very much my plans is going to enable collaboration where there has been conflict. Right. Okay. I, I've even got onto you know like I mean. I've not just looked at Irish problems. I have looked at like other countries, like you no, know, like Britain and like America and that, and the type of conflict that they end up with. You know, between I mean, the main thing with those two countries would be the public and private sector. Yeah, they're always at war with each other. Do you know, and what mm-hmm. else? No, left and right there, that type of way. Yeah, do you know? I mean, and that that's left and right's a very outdated scale generally. So right. I, so what I'm saying is. The way, like, I I believe I have come up with a way that I can change that as well. Okay. Do you know? So what I'm thinking, to try and get the two to collaborate with each other, what I would like to do, to pay public servants more, what I would like to do is create an investment and growth fund. Right. So what that would mean is you would release a certain amount onto all the policemen and the firemen and the teachers and everybody like that, but then they would have to invest into like an up-and-coming entrepreneur. Oh, okay, right. Do you know what I mean? Right, yeah. So then so you get this sort of collaboration between the two. Okay. Do you know, so you're yeah. able to put their wages up, but, you know, but when they would become successful and whenever it would be returned to them as pure wealth, it would be theirs to keep them. And the better investment decisions that you make, then the the higher up the band you'll go the following year. Right. Do you know? Yeah. So then that's the way. And then if, if I'm able to make the case then that giving these people more money as positive equity for the country mm-hmm. well then everybody can sort of rise up together then i, I, I believe you <laughs> i'm behind you oh yes <laughs> if you're you said you're put you're just going to put this idea out there what's one eh? if you're going to put it out there and go this is what should happen what's to stop someone taking the idea and going i'm going to be king? That's a good question because though. my well you're quite right to say that ideas like that aren't able to be copyrighted but at the same time if you I mean, if I put ideas like that out that are so dynamic and so different, then, I mean... They should want you as king. Well, if the mm. current government does go and do that, they're just going to say they copied Drury. Mm. I've got, I've got, do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I've got two two quick questions. Um, you said that the left and right is a bit of an outdated scale. Mm-hmm. But if, for, for, for Stevie and I, who are trying to understand all of this in mm-hmm. one go, uh, what what side would you say your vision aligns with? Or is, is it more central? No, I w- no, like I say, I just wouldn't acknowledge the I would say I am very money motivated, but yeah. I am poor to the people. Right, okay. Do you know okay. what I mean? Like yeah. I, I mean, I like, and money motivated in the sense that, I mean, if I was doing this, I would want millions. Right. You know, yeah. and I think that is actually an overlooked part of the problem, okay. as, as the salaries as well. Mm. Do you know, because, like, right, you, 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 I mean, the best you're going to get is these people that say, oh, I want to be in politics because, oh, I think it'd be a bit of crack, it'd be a nice job or whatever. But that's not the right attitude at all. Yeah. You know, you need to just get people to... Uh, do you see the way, like, a footballer or a boxer or an actor and that, if you want people to take that type of ambition and sort of prime themselves for the job in the right way, mm. I think you need to be able to... You need to make it like a race to the top. You need to say, oh, this woman will be brilliant as Minister of Tourism. He's a great tour operating company. You know, he brings all these Americans to Ireland now. He, you know, that'll be brilliant for him. And Mick, 
Mac do Mac government service like a dream job. Right, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know? And mm. so, so then, do you know, you have just people that are trying to come up with better and better ideas to go on for maybe a couple of years mm-hmm. and you would just package the benefit together, say, right, a few million and you could, um, you know, you'd only do it for two or three years then you'd be swapped out to somebody else and you'd mm-hmm. get good publicity as a smart and competent and trustworthy person that would then residually lead to better promotion and a better ability to grow your own ventures then. Okay. That's kind of the way that I'm trying to entice better people on. And I think, like, everything you're saying to us makes sense. You, you, <clears throat> you're, you, the way you handle yourself, the way you speak about it is, is all spot on. I don't mean this to be a disrespectful question, mm-hmm. but because you were a bit of a viral meme mm-hmm. and, and Frostbit Boy, and it's a bit of a comedy sort of no. character in a way. I know it's you, but oh, you know what I, I mean. Um how do you worry that people might not take you seriously for such a serious job? Because you're not coming here today and going, I want to be king of Ireland as a laugh, are you? This is oh. a serious prospect for you, oh, isn't it? Does, it all right. Yeah, so does that, is there a question in there that... Well, I would say that would be to be expected at the start, all right. But at the same time, you know, I think actually going to, to English and American people and that mm. and just talking about the core, as you say, the core functionality of your ideas and how they would actually work just in a... Do you know, in a proper way, mm-hmm. do you know, and just have people say, that's a good idea, that makes sense, do you know, and ju- just have people looking at that side without the emotional response, either of knowing me or of, do you know, just, do you know, being too tied to the the brand or some of these parties and that, yeah. that type of way, it would be the way just for me to get my own ideas out there in such a way that people say, God, we never thought in that Right, Rory as the man. Right, so, yeah, so you, you'll, you'll <coughs> first push it out as, like, as a recognisable face that people know and then you'll get like, like we've done on this podcast mm-hmm. we have a laugh about Frostbit Boy mm-hmm. but then we get to know the real mm-hmm. Rory McSorley behind it mm-hmm. yeah okay so other than like percent. yeah other than job roles that we've already spoken about what changes are like glaringly obvious that you need to make in Ireland well there's a few well the one there's a few problems there's one thing that we, that we have struggled with for um, years and years as the, the immigration, that type of way. And I mean, normally the reason for that is because the scope for being able to make it straight is quite limited there, that type of way. One thing that always sort of got to me was the fact that all these Irish people that went on to be these huge successes, they always seemed to make it outside of Ireland, that type of way. Do you know mm. what I mean? Do you mean like people like Conor McGregor and stuff? That's or? a good example. Yeah. Well, well, you know, like, right... Conor McGregor did grow up like in a council estate in Dublin that way. Yeah. But like the UFC was an American company. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. No, not that that's any discredit to him. That's a yeah. man I'd have great admiration for now, to be fair. Right. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Although that is another idea because I think we need to boost our, our defence up there that type of way. We just have about nine and a half thousand at the minute. So, do you know, that's something. If you could get him in for Minister of Defence. <laughs> Conor McGregor is Minister of Defence. Imagine that. King Ray and Minister McGregor. Are you? This is you're trying to get like the Irish Avengers, aren't you? I'd be a butt like that, wouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So finally, just on that, what do you now need to make this a reality? Is there anything the listeners can do out there? Any of our Irish listeners? Well, I, I've set up a YouTube channel, King Rory Official. Mm. So I've just been laying out like the broad outline of how this plan would all uh, function together and how, right. how whenever you upgrade one part of the country, the other part that has to be upgraded too and just... You know, all these plans, just how they all balance each other out there. Right. Because, I mean, I think, you know, it might sound like you're trying to achieve too much and all the rest of it, but I do think if you got elected on a revolutionary ticket, mm. 
you'd have more steam than anybody else to go in and get as much done as possible. Right. So it does kind of make sense. But I mean, it, it wouldn't just be these... I mean, you know yourself, like we're Labour and the Tories and all the rest mm. of it, you know, it's like it is just about majorities and all mm-hmm. in the House and that. It's not really about certain people doing certain jobs, which is what I would like to evolve it onto. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? Makes perfect sense. Who knows, Stevie? We, the, Rory could be our first ever royal. Right. <laughs> then you'll get the tie. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're coming for. We're coming for the tie. Now, um, we, we spoke about uh, Frostbit Boy. Uh, that you, you got a bit of a, a social following online. People mm-hmm. started to know you. You started making music videos after this. Is That's that... right. Well, that was about a year after the time just somebody had come to me and says they were doing this. Mm. They were putting together like a bank of songs there. They had different people involved. But then they says to me, would you like to do a music video then? So I said, oh, sure, we'll do this for the crack then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and and so it wasn't something you wanted to do. Someone asked you, and somebody, you're like, "Yeah." Somebody asked me for that one. I oh, you never, you were, you never that interested in being a musician. That was never something that you thought of at a younger age. No, that pro- that one probably wasn't in the last. <laughs> <laughs> and you did a song called "The Girl for Me." The Girl for Me. Oh, it was some, it was some video that wasn't it. <laughs> <laughs> it has millions of views on YouTube. That's about three million or so. Eh? And, and and you're you're in bed in the video with a an older what an older older woman. That's fair to say. As today, I was says I'm I'm not a homosexual. I'm not a transsexual, but I'm a senior sexual. <laughs> <laughs> Are you into your older women? Oh, well, I was was for a while, all right. <laughs> we'll get to that. I, th- I, think, I think it was just a phase I was going through because my mother was so crabbit. <laughs> just trying to recruit affection of older women, but I'm, I'm sort of over it now, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever expect this song to be so popular? It was very popular, actually. No, I was going around nightclubs singing it and everything. Why, really? Oh, I All this... All these boom, 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 and then I was out up on the DJ deck singing that all over Ireland. <laughs> Can you give us a few lines? Oh, we should be trying to get onto it now. So, Take me down to the fair old city. I'm a country boy, you see. There's alcohol that makes men fall, but that never bothered me. So one, two, three, drink four, hit the floor, grab a woman while they last. If you'll raise a glass and maybe cut the grass, then you're the girl for me. Oh, <laughs> I love her. You are my favourite person in the world. Really? Yeah, I'm voting. King King Rory. I don't well, think I, we're well, allowed. I'll have to get you a passport first. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're not. Oh, we can get Irish passports <laughs> yeah. if we do that. Oh, and then we can go and watch Derry apps Absolutely smashed on a goal. Well, well, we? well, we have a new process. Well, King Rory has a new process coming on for immigration. Oh, okay. Do you want to go into Would that? Would we be or? accepted yeah. or not? Oh, why not? Be grand. No, it's just. <laughs> no, it's just. We would just have to have a have a certain. Now, there'll the, the be no dole or nothing for you for the first couple of years. Yeah. Okay. Actually, you just be grand, you sir. Successful <laughs> podcasters and all the rest of it. You just come on for the. You apply for a temporary visa. And then you would. This would be my proposal then, because you know this is a thing that does crumble governments and lead to you know countries just in complete a complete mess there that type of way. So it's one that I think we need to create a structured pathway for people to do it right. So what I'm saying is right. You go on and apply for a temporary visa, and if you get it, then you can stay for two years, and then you have to build up two hundred points by no no whatever that may be military training, military service, learning the Irish language, doing you know sort of making like a, a or, or voluntary work then just for you know whenever we're trying to get our own problems sorted out mm. like you know maybe building houses for the homeless or things like so that so to show that you're willing to do things for the country yes yeah. to, no to like as a clear route to show your gesture of commitment yeah to the country and then after that after you get your two years and your 200 points clocked up 
then you can apply for an Irish passport. And if you, if people go through a route like that, not only will your genuine immigrant, you know, that is just coming because it's a, they come from somewhere even worse than Ireland. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. And, then, <laughs> and, and they just want to build a better life for themselves. But then, if you have somebody that goes through a system like that and appreciates the direction of a system like that, by the time they get to having their passport, they're going to be an asset to the country anyway. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You've got it. You've got that's, it. Sus. No, so I think that. I think that's a very good one. I think. Mm. Uh, no. I like it. I, w- I think. I, w- I want to go back to I'll, the to the song. I'll speak. I'll, sp- I'll speak to Shunak at me. I'll, I'll, I'll done, I'll done a, a good word. Maybe he could take a leaf out of my book. <laughs> I feel like we need to go for a Guinness or ten and just hear everybody's plans. Yeah. Now, the, the, the song "The Girl for Me," um, we we already established got lots and lots of views. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the reception like for this song? Did people like it? Did people not like it? Oh no, it was fairly well received. Now, all right. Yeah, there was. I mean, that was sort of around the time that a few people was talking about different directions they could take me on there, that type of way. What like management and stuff? Or? Diff- different things like that. Yeah, but I I, I, ju- I, I just knew it just like. Like, like I, I wouldn't be like, like a huge procrastinator or something. Like, I mean, it, it mm. wasn't a matter of that or laziness or anything else. I mean, I would get out and get things done that type of way. But, I mean, I, I just knew that the right long-term solution was to take a step back from all of that and then whenever I'm older, build an adult brand then. Got you, got you. And what what made you make this song? Was it, is the charity attached to it? Is that correct? Mm-hmm. What was the charity? That was for brain tumors. Oh right, yeah, yeah. We 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 read, didn't we? You, you did it for some 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 girl. Wasn't I know it? there was a, there was a girl that like the man mm. the man that had organised all of this, um, mm. like like that had brought all the people together. Then there was just a girl that was like in his drama school. Right, was um she was suffering from a brain tumour. Then so right. he was bringing all these people together. Oh, it's a great deed though. It's, good, a, it's, it's a good thing ah, to no, do. It was good. All right. Yeah, I enjoyed it well. Love it. Are you still interested in making music? Well, I've been thinking now because, well, like I say, I'm leaving this political plan out there, mm-hmm. you know, and just, and if the necessary conditions are met, then I'll do it. Right. But in the meantime, what I would need is I would need to get me, I would need to get myself a proper agent now mm-hmm. to promote me as an Irish auctioneer. Right. So that, this is what I've been trying for the past couple of years, only with COVID and trying to get married to a couple of women and d- d- different... <laughs> Hang on, wait, right, let me try and get this in my brain. Um, this is zero to 100 very quick. We're trying to get married? Yeah, no, 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 right. before that, Stevie, right, see, uh, uh, Irish auctioneer. Right? Yes. So, so and, you, and you're not doing this in Ireland? Uh, no. America? This is, I, I think, no, no, but it says that the auction industry is this huge industry out in America. It's this, like, these auctioneers are like, like rock stars. So these right. are the people who speak really fast whilst yep. trying... To sell stuff. What yeah. kind of stuff are you selling? Well, yeah, you could sell anything. What, one thing that I'd be particularly interested in, at least to start with, would be benefit auctions. Right. Which is like, it's like these charity auctions, basically, you know, when it's just, um, you just come, you just organise the whole event and you, you bring people in and you do the promotion and that and then you just, um, you, you know, you just have to do it in your own, like create your own show around the, mm. the thing itself. But it's, uh, I think that would be a perfect route for me to go down. So I'm thinking if I could get myself like an agent that could nearly give me a similar type of promotion to nearly like a singer type of way, you mm. know, and just sort of help me to produce like a, a layout for a show that would go around that that type of way. Okay. I think that that would be perfect then, that type of way. Um, um, so have you been doing this yet or is this... Is this... Not, not re- well, like I say, it's been a long relent to try and, um, yeah. to try and get myself into America, the days of going out in the boat sort of a thing of the past. <laughs> 
So have you been out in America yet? Yes, right. Okay. <laughs> right. Oh, right. Right. Okay. We'll start at the start and then you'll understand, right? <laughs> I went out to America. I borrowed money off the credit union. And then I... It, it just about all the frost, but funds was just about drying up at that stage. <laughs> Global so, warming. So, so, so I borrowed a lot of money off the credit union. That was grand. And then I went out and learned, done an auctioneer and real estate course out there. Oh, okay. So she learned how to do it out there. Yes. So I done all that. So they taught you all that. Uh, but upon one, but upon one, let me get one, one hundred and all the rest of it then. <laughs> so... What are they teaching you there? What are you saying? Oh, oh they, well, they do, they do all these drills. It was brilliant crack now, to be fair. Well, they, they went through all the business now and all the different segments between benefit auctions, equipment auctions, consignment auctions, uh, online auctions, how to, no, how to get started and all of them type yeah. of things. Do you know? No, they give you a very good course now, to be fair. And then they, they would do all these tongue twisters at the start of the day. They'd be like... One dollar better now, one now, one, would you give me one? Two dollar better now, two now, two, would you give me two? And then, you know, they would start, like, around the rough and ragged rock, the ragged rascal ran. 10, 10, 20, 20, 30, 30, 40, 40, 50, 50. And then they sort of teach you to stretch your mouth out as far as you can then. And then you just sort of enunciate the best you can. And then whenever you spit the numbers out, then they just sound very crisp and clear then. I, so, I feel like we need to have a go at this. Okay. okay. Right, right, so will be like... No one, no, no one, here one, bid one, let me get a bid upon one type of thing. And you just keep going. No one, here one, bid one, let me get a bid upon. Bid upon. Bit of pawn. Bid. (laughs) Bid eyes again. Bid. (laughs) Bid. Bid Bid upon one. Now, let me get a bid upon one. Now one. Or you could go, no. No one here, two, let me get two, but one, two, let me get up at one, two, hundred, two, hundred, one thousand, two, hundred, let me get up at one, two, hundred, now twelve here, twelve, but twelve, let me get up at one, twelve hundred on the back, twelve hundred on the back, twelve, no, but about one fifty, but fifty, fifty, five, two, two, fifty, let me get up at one, one, two, fifty, twelve, fifty, let me get up at one, twelve hundred, fifty, twelve hundred, fifty on the back, and now five, seven, five, seven, five, seven, five, let me get up at one, twelve, two, twelve hundred, seventy five, twelve hundred, seventy five pound bud on the back of the sofa, let me get up at one, thirteen, thirteen, let me get up at one, thirteen hundred, now three, now three, now three, three hundred, three hundred, one thousand, three hundred, let me get up at one, thirteen hundred, and so, the buyer number one, buyer number eight seven two for one thousand two hundred and seventy five pound. How are the people knowing what they're bidding on? I can't understand. Well, there's no a screen. Well, it's sort of decorative just to sort of hypnotise the people into buying. Why? Why? Oh, is that what it is? Well, so, well, it sort of gives us sense of urgency. If you know you'd have these people at car auctions and things like that, and did there be about uh, three or four hundred cars would just come in in front, of them, and then they just go right the two two thousand and five Mazda now, no, no, no bonnet, no exhaust, everything's broken inside now. Go on now against the representative appraisal of five hundred pound now. Now get let me get a one three now three here three. Let me get a one three hundred three hundred three hundred on the market. You know, you know. Wow. Well, so so they're talking fast to try and get people to feel oh, I'm going to lose bid. it. I need to bid like to bid. But then FOMO, FOMO the fear, the fear yeah. of mashing out. Yeah, but. Then and when, so when somebody bids, if, if I think, fuck, I'm going to miss out on this broken Mazda, I need to put a bid in, Is that that's not legally binding, though, is it? If you win the bid? Oh, I know. Well, once you put your thing in the... Put put the card in the sky, that does legally bind them. You can't then back out after and go, actually, no, I don't well, I suppose it. you can't force them to take it at that stage, but no, yeah. it, it would be... It, it, depends on the, it depends on the rules they would set on that different auction, but it can be legally binding. In films, really. in films I've seen it before where they've bid and then realise they don't have the money and they seem to be like, oh, f- I've really fucked up. Ah, yeah. but, the, but then you see, I mean, if the auction was all going on and then sure, if, you know, if the other buyer just left, then 
Yeah. yeah. You see, no, normally what they would have is they would have like a like a, a register where people would put down all their contact details and that or something like that. Did they end up happening that somebody defaulted on a payment or something like that? Yeah. And they would just probably ring up the second person. Go to person. the next person. And, and are you actually saying words when you're going... tell you what I'm saying. Bada pawn, what do you give? Let me get... There's different filler words that you can get. Oh. And then you disperse it with different descriptions of the item itself. Right. So you know what I mean? So so if if I'm talking about or or, or connecting to somebody in the crowd. Do so, do your teeth. What my fake teeth? Yeah. I sell the teeth. Sell your teeth. Can you sell my teeth? Sell the teeth. Well, yeah. well, well we need to know a bit more about them. You okay. Know, so so they they they're crowns. They're crowns. Um do you need to know my the original price of them? Yes. Uh, seven and a half thousand pounds. Oh my god! Yeah, not worth it. But we'll say, we'll say second hand would be a bit cheaper, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, maybe, so, maybe, maybe, what, what do we say for rank? So, so the valuation we'll say we'll say five. We'll say five grand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So I'm sorry, they're not your own. Yeah. turkey taste. The, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Yeah, they're made, popped over the top. Yeah, right. So they're yeah. Made, right. So they're made in Turkey. Yeah, uh, made, made. Yeah, you can say that. Yeah. Right, so made in Turkey. Where about Istanbul? Yeah, if you like. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. So. Hey, right now, lot number one, we have Jack Mitch Teeth now against the representative appraisal of five thousand pound. They're born, born and bred in Istanbul, Turkey. Now, so great, great, great set of teeth. Look at the laughs and smiles there now. Uh, if you, if you, if you want, want a similar effect in your own mouth now, we're going to start the representative appraisal for yourselves, ladies and gentlemen. Just at two thousand pound, two thousand pound. But now, now here, let me get two, let me get two, let me get two, let me get two, two. There's a bad now, great, but at least there, nobody's put a bad object. Right, we put it, put it, put it, one thousand. Do you not even want your own teeth back? You're not going to put your hand up or nothing. Go on then. Are you going to buy them back? He's going to buy back his own teeth for. He's able to able to put one thousand pound. No, no, no. Let me get one. Let me get one. Let me get about one hundred, one hundred, eleven hundred. Able to put eleven hundred. Not not just eleven hundred. Would you would you put about about ten fifty? Ten fifty. Ten fifty. Ten fifty. And a ten fifty. Able to put no no put back around the ring. Ten seventy five. Ten seventy five. Ten seventy five. You're in. Yes, sir. No no. Better one eleven. No, just ten seventy five. You're not not going to put any any more ten fifty now. But but I done once and twice. But I done once and twice. Ten seventy five is the highest of no no third and final. And sold, jackpot. <laughs> yeah. You bought your own teeth back. Oh, nobody's going to not pick them off you. <laughs> now, how much would you pay for them? Ach, I'm happy enough with my own. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good answer. It's a good answer. Now, so so t- t- teach us some. What were they saying? 10, 10, 20, 20, 30, 30. Yeah, well, then was just like the warm ups then. Right. Okay. So just like. 10, 10, 20, 20, 30, 30, 40, 40, 50, 50, 60, 60, 70, 70, 80, 80, 90, 90, 90, 90, 80, 80, 70, 70. Oh, 70, back now. Oh, you can't uh, do 100. Aye, and then uh. just, and then, ah, uh, no, I'll just, just went on, just, just all these rhythms. And then, what, what else do they say? Like, purple paper people, purple paper people, purple paper people, just all these. Purple paper people. Purple paper people. Purple paper people. <laughs> I, I want to I go head to head with you quickly and have a go at being an auctioneer. <laughs> and Rory can vote on who's best. Go on ahead. We can't do it. No, but we'll give it a go. We'll just try and... So, are you... so uh, yeah, that is hard, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. you've just... All right, let's do a tongue twist then, see who's better. Okay. Give us we'll... a tongue twister, Rory. Oh, what was the other one? I'm trying to think. Right, sure, do that one. Purple paper people. Purple paper people. Oh, fuck. <laughs> purple paper people. Purple paper people. Oh, he, he has it. Purple paper people. Purple paper people. Purple paper people. Purple paper people. Oh, it is people. hard, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is hard. Purple paper people. Purple paper people. Can you do purple red paper. lorry, yellow lorry? Red lorry, yellow lorry, red lorry, yellow. I didn't try it. Red lorry, yellow lorry, 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 red lorry, yellow lorry. That's a tough one. I like correct the last one. The rest of them were perfect. Yeah. I'm not a pheasant plucker. I'm a pheasant plucker's son. I'm only plucking pheasants till the pheasant plucker comes. 
I'm not a fashion plucker, I'm a fashion plucker son. I'm only plucking fashion till the fashion plucker comes. Me and the brain weren't in complete cooperation. <laughs> so, did you struggle to get over to America then because of the visas and stuff? Is that what oh, you were no, saying? Oh, no, no. Well, it was no problem getting over for the length of time I was. I mean, yeah. what, what happened was I just, um, that's right, come back to that story now. So, so I got the lock of money gathered up. I went over to be an auctioneer and a real estate agent then. Yeah. That was fine. In Texas? Yes. Yeah. So we got all that there. That was fine. But you wouldn't be able to activate the licenses without, no, the necessary, uh, without like a green card. That's essentially what you would have needed there. Right, right. So, I mean, ugh, I was trying to get, um, trying to get married to a few women then. <laughs> For a green card. Yeah. Uh, but I got, um, I was going with one, I was going with one girl and she was about 58 then. <laughs> and then. Oh, fuck. <laughs> How old are you? I was about 22 or 3 at the time. <laughs> <laughs> How did you meet her? Uh, oh, 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 God, no, I bet they're not, I bet they're not leave a, a paper trail behind in this one. Did, <laughs> did you divulge, divulge these people's confidence now? I'll, I'll okay. have to stick with bare bones in these, <laughs> some of these stories now. <laughs> and, and, and that didn't, that didn't come to fruition? No, I, oh, no, it didn't, oh, no, she um, she she'd, son was in a wheelchair and all that. Right, she, right. Oh, she, much, much, much did it go on for life and all of this. You didn't want to take on that as well uh, after that uh, oh, she, she, she a lot of stuff her own going on so we just right you you separated yeah uh, that was that uh, how long we see the thing about it was after I went back to Ireland then I, 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 like, like as I say with all the, all the getting in and all the rest of it what I actually done straight after was I got a job on cruise ships Okay. Do it as what? an auctioneer. Oh wow. They do, do you have auctioners on cruise ships. Yeah. They do they do auctions during the sea days. Right. For like memorabilia and art and things like that. Oh. Oh, it was a, it was great now to be fair. I bet. I so, bet. So it was doing that then that I says, right, if I get a job here and everything works out fine, then I'll be able to just you no know, upgrade things. It just it just seemed like a good you no know, step to take anyway. Yeah. So that was fine. Some of them auctioneers on them boats have been making like ten, twenty grand a month. That's so, not bad. Wow. Yeah. So not bad. Like, you know, it, yeah. it was a good enough gig, I thought, right? I mean, yeah. if we got started at that, you know, would, and then just go on to bigger things after that and build my own yeah. my own um, company or whatever after that. Yeah. So anyway, got on with that. And then I got my promotion. Well, you know, it was looking like I, I was ta- talking to this um, a South African girl. I basically had it worked out. You no, know, I put on like a big plan basically to the head office of how basically how I was going to entertain the Americans and she was going to do all the, all the work and it was all going to be brilliant. And uh, they were all for it. The Americans thought this was great. And then, and then, then COVID, then the virus. Yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was just, just, I was about to go home for six weeks to come back. But what happened then was the virus, and then I got trapped in the boat for in the room in the boat for sixty four days. Did you oh, on the cruise ship? I, for I was trapped in the room on the cruise ship just for <clears> sixty four <throat> days. They just slid the dinner under the under the door. No way! How fucking boring was that? Just two films on the TV, Gladiator and Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> Frozen! It was very apt. Frost me, boy. It's very apt. Okay, she was a bit like me that wee girl. Did you watch them? Well, I had to watch them at least once anyway. What, you trapped in the room with the girl? No. No, the girl. With Frozen, the girl from Frozen, he said, was a bit like him. Oh, I thought you meant the self Fuck no, that she was after. Elsa. Right. It just means with these two films on, honest to God, I spent about two grand and drank. Whenever they... Sort of funny. Whenever they finally opened the... Finally opened the room after the two months have been trapped. Then it was like all all these empty tons of beer just sort of piled out. It was like it was like living on the blue bun come the end. <laughs> 
So you couldn't, you couldn't leave the room at all? Then? No. Do you know what I was doing to entertain, to entertain myself? I was just... <laughs> I had the phone going then. I was just singing all these songs to myself then. Saying, oh, I wish I was back home in Derry. <laughs> I was just singing all these songs to myself and then playing my own singing back to myself <laughs> for music. What? Did you have the internet? Eventually, I. But there was a brief period of <laughs> the time. A brief period where none, I. Oh, my God. That's prison. That was, uh, right. you've, you've been in prison, Rory. I, I have been in prison. <laughs> and, you know, I'm sure, do you know, I'm going to be a wee bit like Mandela, you know, whenever I take my throne. <laughs> <laughs> that's true and, and you know what I thought like I really thought this, this was the transitionary phase I thought do you know like I mean the amount of like like the amount of wallpaper whatever way you want to take it you know to sort of say right we're not going for these opportunities here now but for the relent to end up dragging on as long as it did then it was like oh my god this is I mean this is, this is nearly just like the universe is just taking the pulse out of me at this stage yeah <laughs> so I spent about two grand and drank and then whenever I got back home to Ireland there was nowhere to rent at all so I got a, a, I bought a caravan then down in County Kerry down in the very south pole of Ireland so I was living there for about um, I was living there for about a year during the, the pandemic what travelling about or just stationary no just in the caravan no just yeah. a, it was like a caravan park wow You've had some life, haven't you? I know. And then I had to, and then because, I mean, I spent the about the last of the money I had at the time just on getting the <laughs> getting the caravan started. So I was living on nuts for about two months then until I got the Southern Dole then. <laughs> was, this was, oh my, uh, do you know, but it was around that time, I remember it very distinctly, that the political fire really did ignite on me then that type of way. Yeah. I was right. Because like, <clears throat> I, I can honestly say, that I have, no, I have given me all to pull myself up and get myself on. So mm. I started, I just started like, what is actually wrong with this country there, that type of way? Yeah. And then I just, I, I sent away for the constitution one day, then just started scoring everything out, right, we're going to change this, change that, change the other. Have you got the documents upon documents of all your plans then? Mm, aye. Wow. They could make a film of your life. Yeah. Could. That, 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 that'd be like the turnaround, but that, that, that was a big turnaround part then. I just started going through everything. Then it was just like this. The this was whenever it sort of got, sort of got serious about the thing. Then I'm still I'm still willing to go for the entertainment thing. It's not that you know, yeah, sort of thinking that's beneath me that type yeah. of way. But I mean, as the, you know, as mad as some of it sounds, at the same time, as far as that political side of things and actually turning Ireland round is concerned, I've everybody says, oh, you'll never change Ireland and all the rest of it. But at the same time. <clears throat> I've never seen anybody that actually tried fail, you right. know. So there's nobody that I can say, well, they tried and then he got accidentally hurt by a bus or, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Do you know, so yeah. I, if I'm it, not sure if it can happen or not, but if I don't do it, I don't think anybody will come after me and do it. I, there we go. I, I love the commitment to it. I, I, I echo what you said, Stevie. I think even if you did fail, I think you're going to make one hell of a... They're going to make one hell of a film about your life, and it'll be like Forrest Gump, just trying to. <laughs> oh, Frostbite Gump is going to be cool. It's going to be cool. We've still not covered one of the most amazing parts yeah, of your but, life. But before that, so this 56 year old woman you were, you were going to marry, <laughs> is she the oldest you ever went for? Oh, no, no. Well, then you see, after I went back to, I went back to America after the virus had finished then, mm. that, that was only last year, right. just to try and get myself, uh, just, to, just to continue on with the plan that I had had before then. She says, Right, well, she will find a new a new one to get married to then. So then we, we got married to this. Um, uh, we, so we were going to get married to this 75-year-old. I found her. She <laughs> she she was all up for it. I, I was speaking to her. Her, her, her cousin introduced me. 
And then they just say, well, I'd, I'd love for you to meet yourself a nice Texas girl and, and fall in love. I says, right, right, right. Look, to be honest, lo- love's not really on, on the agenda. I says, look, I have the heart of a brack. I says, I just want the job done. I want to get onto the country. I want to be a big successful auctioneer. And he says, well, if you're desperate, I have a cousin. She's a little old lady in her 70s, but uh, she could still use sex. <laughs> I just write that shot sounds to fit the Malabar better there. <laughs> <laughs> what, so you hooked up with her? Uh, uh, oh, right, well, I And then we went to that. And then I says, right, right, well, so we'll have to. So we went on a couple of dates anyway, and everything was going grand. And well, then, what did you do yeah, on your dates? Yeah, where did you go on dates? Oh, we went to, we went to uh, the Space Centre. <laughs> Space Surely, and a 75 year old <laughs> Texan woman walking around at Space Center. <laughs> Why? Oh, well, sure, that's what couples do, isn't it? <laughs> well, you, you, you just have to, have, to, have to build the whole thing up then. then I, uh, so. I went, I went home then. I said, God, this is great, right? We're, we're getting ready to marry. This woman's grandchildren was like the same age as me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did they think of it? I never met any of them. Oh, did you propose? But, but she, she says that you know, as long as they're happy, you know, I'll be. Did you propose to her? Ach, no, well, not for rings and none of that, but just was just sort of right. No, we'll get it done. We'll just <laughs> get it done. <laughs> you old romantic, you. <laughs> Girl, you have the heart of a brick. <laughs> but you're over your senior sexual. Oh, oh I am all right. Ach, well, well, no, well, to be honest, I think that might have been more objective motivated that as opposed to yeah. Do you know? Ach, yeah. Do you know? Like I mean, as I say, I've. I mean, I honestly think that. This is my opinion about marriage, right? I think if the people that invent that came up with the primary framework of marriage could see down this far in the future to the amount of people that are still saying, oh, I just don't know why it's not working out, I honestly think the people that invented it would be shutting laughing their heads off. You know, I think it's just this, uh, like this mechanism that was invented by religion to automate the subjugation of man. Right, okay. Do you know? Okay, yeah. It's like, right, do you know, we'll not have to bother, uh, it'll not be as time-consuming to bring them to mass and fill their heads full of shit if they're, do you know, able to subjugate themselves. Right. You you don't you don't believe that that one person should have another person for life? Uh, no, not really. I think I think you need more uh, bespoke terms and conditions than that. Okay. Do you know, yeah. so, 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 this, this is what I would like to do in King Rury's Island, uh, okay. is to basically say, right, here's my ideas, is right, say... Temporary marriage, that's one of them. Create like a like a national ritual, like this real uh, Irish way of doing this, like temporary marriage, where you can say, right, we're going to make the commitment for two years, for five years, for ten years, for a set purpose, and we, uh, that is going to be a commitment, and we are going to stick to it. But you know, people would be men would be more honest about what they're actually expecting to get then, and as such, you wouldn't end up with a country that is full of tortured men and damaged women right do you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> if people were more honest about what they were going to get because the only reason that women get hurt in the way they do is mm. because they've been made promises that haven't been kept right okay so are all of these reasons why you chose not to get married then well I just never had much belief in the institution I just think it's a bit outdated and a bit you know it's just sort of just like self-condemnation to death by nagging but then you didn't marry this 75 year old lady. Well, you know, I, I wanted to get Michelle into America and all the rest, which I still do, but I mean, I, I, I didn't have the true desire to go ahead with that. <laughs> it would have been very funny, mind you, <laughs> to the point of hysteria. I had I had everybody at home told about this wedding, too. Really? I had it all worked out. I was going to have it <laughs> in the football pitch at home and I was going to put up a marquee and then I was I was going to the to the bank and to uh, invest 
and verse day and I, I was trying to get money lent to me to buy uh, like a marquee and I was going to put it up and I was going to say, right, I'm going to do this great big show for my own wedding and this will be a great money spinner for me in the future then, that type of way. I'll rent it out to other people then. I was going to make it like the launch of a business as well as a wedding. <laughs> but then, you, but do you know what the problem was? Licensing law. It, it, it's that complicated. Any time that you're looking to, you know, you have to, you can't as an individual go as we but different in England, but you can't go and apply for, you know, just a license to sell drink for a certain day and that it was, oh, it was a wild lot of, yeah. it was very, very complicated altogether. That, yeah. I mean, you weren't going to be able to put forward like a, like a wedding package for me to say to other people right this is what you could do for your own wedding so, mm. so, so right forget about that plus <laughs> the fact then your your woman decided oh uh, I, I cannot in good conscience uh, go, go through with this as a follower of Jesus oh no she turns uh, you down uh, in the end it's, oh I don't know I think some of her 50 year old children talked about a sense on there but, <laughs> <laughs> but oh but whatever so I just came home after that and I've been loving and enchiling and done all since and this is just Resurrection Day here today. <laughs> I love it. Do you still do you still speak to the old old girl or not? No, no, no. Do you know how she's getting on? No, no, no. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Now um, we've only got a couple bits more we want to cover. But Stevie, oh. can you can you can you set the scene of this? Because oh yes. People are going to think this is bollocks. It's not. This is true. This is what I was laughing about on the podcast many moons ago. Mm. Now, mm. tell us about the dolphin, Stevie, and then. Shall I just read the headline? Read the, read the headline, I'll tell you the... There was a bit of journalistic romanticism went on to them articles. Oh, okay. This but, is the headline. Man rescued thanks to dolphins after 12 hours sea ordeal is 14. revealed to be... Oh. How long? 14. 14, 14 sorry. Sea ordeal is revealed to be Frostbit Boy, the viral video star who found fame in 2015. Mm-hmm. Dolphin saved your life. It was 14 as opposed to 12, but... And there was dolphins in the water, but uh, that that was much earlier in the day than the time that the Coast Guard picked me up. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll tell you how that came about. Whenever I got into the water, because whenever I whenever I was swimming earlier in the day, we were maybe only one to maybe or three or four at that stage. Mm. Then it was um, <laughs> I I had seen the fins up in the water, and then I I, I was I was looking at them. And then I said, Oh Jesus! I wish I had googled this the, in, in case they were sharks. But I, I was see I thought maybe they were sharks. So whenever I got on the boat along with the Coast Guard, then I had asked them the question. I says, um, is, the, is them, ma'am? Like, is them sharks, are they? And then they says, oh, no, the, the, them's only dolphins. They they would help you if anything else. So I, then I, I realised then there was the dolphins. Then they, they And then some somebody down the line got it onto their, their heads that, you know, these dolphins was in the water. And, <laughs> the, the, and, then, and then, then there was these bizarre theories then about apparently... Do, well, maybe they are true, the dolphins have these great healing properties then. Apparently, dolphins do save people. This is what my mate said in the pub yesterday. <laughs> my mate's a good source. <laughs> uh, but well, I, I heard that at the time. Yeah, and apparently, sea lions as well have saved right. people because they're quite curious. But so, why were you having an ordeal in the sea? Why were like, you? Why did you go in the sea? Well, it was just whenever we came to the end of what I've already told you about the <clears throat> about um, me me trying to short myself out to get into America and try, well, t- trying to make it at home and then uh, trying to get on there and then... And Don't then, tell me you were trying to swim to America. No, no, I wasn't just trying to <laughs> swim to America. Now we're mad, but we're not just that mad. <laughs> <laughs> but it was... Um, and so it was a, It was after I had finally went through all of the Constitution and I had went through my whole plans of just... I was like, right, I'm going to know how every bit of this new island looks like. And I had just about come to the end of sort of formulating my plan. And I says, right, this is going to tick... 
and a, an extraordinary man to do something like this. So I always say, right, train for the heavyweight and then enter the featherweight. Good. So many people have made millions. Many people have ran countries. These are not in themselves unique aspirations. Mm. But I never heard anybody do a thing like that. So I just looked over at this lighthouse then. I says, right, that's my castle. I'm the High King of Ireland. That's the target. Away we go. I just kept swimming and swimming and swimming. And away we went then. And I finally got to it after about 11 hours then. And I got and I got onto this lighthouse then. The, the, the dolphins had been in the water earlier in the day then. And then I just climbed onto, onto the lighthouse then. And then just started giving out a few of my speeches from the, from the lighthouse then. Did you? <laughs> Don't I was addressing all these crowds and everything. What, there were crowds there? No, no, there wasn't. I just imagine the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> just rehearsing them in advance. So like, how far were you, did you swim? It was 14 kilometres. In freezing cold water? Well, I was sort of acclimatised to it as it was on the while. It was warm earlier in the day. Had you ever swam that far before? Uh, no. Well, it was... <laughs> What's the furthest you swam prior to that? Just, just the pool. <laughs> well, there was a few complaints. There's a few people was. Compl- well, do you know there's a few complaints about that? But then you see, I was supposed to be going on to Holly and Fall right. to, to talk about this then. But then you see, they, they were afraid to have me on for that reason. Why? Then. Because then they thought then if, if if things took off for me over the head of that then then they were they were I think maybe they were just afraid then that I was. Um, uh, no, the young people was going to be encouraged just to jump in the water then and think maybe they could do it then. Right, you don't advocate for that. Oh, no, I wasn't encouraging anybody no. to do it. It was just something I'd done. It's just like a stretching exercise for me and the the almighty goal that I've set for myself. When did you... So at what point have you come... How long was it between you coming up with the plan that you were going to swim to the lighthouse and actually getting in the water and doing it? Well, well, the, the, the decision to do so, in fairness, probably did take me about 10 seconds. <laughs> coming up with a... Coming up with the Irish plan and that, that that was all just sort of going on with me at Covoid whenever I had nothing better to do. But you were just already there. You saw the lighthouse and went, I'm going to swim. Yes. Do you know, so if you go and do something like that, do you know, it dwarfs the challenges that's ahead of you that type of way. So now whenever I say, right, I'm going to go on and become the king of Ireland, it's just like, it's just something I'm going to do. Yeah. So if you can swim to a lighthouse. Yes. You can, yeah. And then, I sw- and then after after about 20 minutes or 30 minutes, I just got back in and says, right, right, we need to swim home again there now and then just jump back in the water to what? swim home again. Surely you must have thought, I've just swam this far, I can't go back and do the same. Well, see, uh, do you know, that was the way everybody said it, but you know, it's, uh, it's, and like, uh, now as I say, I'm not encouraging anybody to do what I'd done or anything else, and it wasn't that, you know, I was ungrateful to the people that got into the water after me or anything like that. Mm. You know, I, I, I certainly was, and they, you know, I hope that they knew that now, I'm at a point of trying to explain that to them and everything else. But, I mean, I did not feel that I was fighting death. I, st- I still don't believe that I would have died. Oh, so you think they, they pulled you out even though you, you could have kept going? Oh, you I, I believe. I believe so. You didn't SOS. You didn't say I need to get out. They just came and got you. Oh no! They, somebody had seen the clothes lying on the beach, and then I was. They just seen the clothes out in the beach, and then all these helicopters and boats and everything was out then. <laughs> oh my god! That's almost better than dolphins. <laughs> that, that's true. And then it, it was going on all day. Apparently, there's a whole search party back at the beach. Yeah, because it'd been fourteen hours. Hey, <laughs> all these like people to... thought it was dead and all. Why are you in swimming shorts? It just boxers. <laughs> I was going to you, you weren't even planning to go in the water. No, I no so I just, so I got on, and then I just got onto the boat then, and that was, that was all right. And then we just went to the hospital to, uh, 
my kidneys were just a wee bit um, needed warmed up a bit and then just my um, <laughs> my temperature was a bit low but other than that but is that the scientific term? sorry sir come in your but kidneys no, need a bit of warming up but no about half an hour later I was ordering Chinese and beer onto the hospital <laughs> <laughs> frozen on DVD <laughs> so what, what, and you said before you entered the water you saw these fins and you thought they were sharks why are you still going in the water well, there's not much turning back at that stage. <laughs> yes, there is. You're no. not in the water yet. I was in the water at that stage. <laughs> oh, no, 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 he was... asked once he got picked up in the yeah, boat. But he no. saw the fins before the water. No, there. no, that, this is um, a monologue. This is me talking to myself. I'm, I'm saying, you know, I wish I had Googled this. Oh. Yeah, he's hours in already. I'm hours in already and seeing the fins then. Did you? Were you scared? Well, if they were sharks, but uh, just sort of says, right, well, do you know if they're... They're going to chew my leg off at this stage. I mean, it's, it's going to happen, like... So just sort of keep going. Just took the breath in and kept going. Then, then they just says, um, <laughs> "I says right." Well, it was as you say we're hours on at this stage, so it mm. was um, no, just as I say, kept going. I mean, I sort of think if you show fear to any animal, they show fear to you. Right, right. You're some man. <laughs> You're some man. <laughs> but I th- but I think going forward, as far as any election campaign goes, I think it should contribute to my messianic credentials as a man to get the. To make the impossible possible. Right, yeah. He swam with sharks, mate. And now yeah. we're going to turn our country around. <laughs> but you can confirm <laughs> the dolphins didn't save you. I, I don't believe so, unless they transferred some sort of energy onto me. I mean, it, it, no, they didn't just, you know, grab me onto the boat or nothing. That, right. That, 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 that was journalistic romanticism, that. <laughs> now, I, I don't normally do this because I like to keep it behind the curtain, but I, but here are some of the notes that we had on <laughs> on this interview because we, we set all our questions out in different segments, mm-hmm. don't we? So these were the notes. I think we've covered them all. Um, Prospect Boy. These are the weirdest notes you'll ever hear. <laughs> uh, charity music videos. Yeah. Dolphin saved life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Auctioneer in Texas. Uh-huh. Politics. And then finally, we've got clinical trial. Well, that's where I'm at here now at the minute. That's why I'm in London. Right. How did this come about? Well, this has just been this, this has been um this has just been one of the things I've been doing just to keep myself in a pound. I mean, you literally could go on and get about this trial I'm doing now, it pays ten thousand in the month. So you just go into a hospital and London or Nottingham or Leeds or wherever, and then you just stay in the clinic for a week for a, for a week or a couple of weeks, or some of them goes on as long as a month, like this one, and you can make like eight or nine grand in a month. What have you got to do? You just have to sit in the clinic the whole day and then try these food and see how everything, see how the the vitamins and minerals align with these different drugs. But it's a very very small dose of the drug. I mean, you're never going to get like you know. The, the disease, the d- drugs designed to treat or anything like that. Yeah, but it was, you know, was, well, what are the what are the drugs testing for? What might they just, be used just for? different diseases like maybe psoriasis or Crohn's and colitis or oh, it could be any old right. shit, like you know what I mean. And you've got twenty eight days in the hospital. I, I just got my COVID test back there this morning, just about <clears throat> just to say I'm good to go for this next trial. So when, when does it start? Tomorrow. <laughs> So we're going to release this whilst you're in there. Well, probably while I'm, I'm there, all right, eh? And what are you going to do? What are you planning to do while you're in there? Mm, well, I have a few... Well, I have my edit man. He's editing all my policies now at the minute. Right. For um for King Rory's Island, so I'll be put, putting that out there. Yeah. And um and I, I, like I say, I need to... Once I have that plan all sitting there in the public domain, what I'll be going on to do then, probably whenever I get out and I get another lock of money, I'll just um, go, for, go forward down the entertainment road mm. of saying, right, so... One thing I would love to do is release like another song, like an auction song, 
I think there could be a, could be a, great, a great hat. I don't know if you just get an album out of this, but I think you would get one big hat of me doing like a, like an auction tune of having like a boom, boom, boom back, like a, like a nightclub beat for young people and that. And then of me doing me, but I'm on five, but I'm on five, let me get a bit on five hundred. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. like, no, no, like, 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 what, what, what like, like, Fred con- again remix, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 country trance, yeah, mate, I, I listen th- to it. I think you get one big hat out of that, so I think. What, a- what would be your catchphrase? Because you need like a well, I think we know what the catchphrase would be. <laughs> but you, you, you need you, it's normally like a one line that they sample over a beat isn't oh, before it? the drop. Yeah, so it's not really. I mean, that stuff's not really music. It's normally well, it's not well, not like music with lyrics. Like it's normally just. Mm. Nearly like ten cans shutting off each other. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, so that, and that's just about the sound. Like I mean, that type mm. of stuff. So I'm, mm. so I'm thinking if I could do something like that and I could start. I mean, it is going to be a must for me to get the right, the right support. And if I am serious about taking any of this any way forward there, mm. that type of way. So I'm going to. So I would kind of need. I would need some sort of an agent that I can just explain right. I'm leaving this commitment out there. I think there's potential for things like Netflix and things like that because mm-hmm. it's such an interesting topic even to people, mm. to a non-Irish audience, if mm. it does happen. But you would just need to say, that's going to be sitting there and I need you to be able to take me in that direction if that's the way things evolve. But if not, then I need you to be able to sort of promote me just as me, as like a celebrity auctioneer. And then you could lend that to any t- I mean, I think the brand that you'd be coming up with there is... It, it can be entertainment and business in the sense that right you know it's out there and mad enough that you could go into things like presenting and acting and things like that Mm. but at the same time it's not so silly that you couldn't be took serious in any type of a business context either so so that that's the road that i would ideally like to go down if i can just get the right person to give me that right support at the start there might be someone out there listening to this who's well, a, I'm shumming on a tear now <laughs> so you're, you're looking for an agent he's looking, yes. King Rory's looking for an agent get but, in touch where can people get in touch with you just on Facebook or RoryMcSorley at Hotmail.com that's <laughs> <laughs> your email on <laughs> what about The Apprentice would you go on The Apprentice that's business and entertainment God, that was one of my favourite programmes whenever I was a child as I well. think you'd be good on there oh, Lord Sugar yeah I think you'd be good on there uh, oh, yeah maybe but you know I mean it's not that off the wall to suggest something like that I mean there are yeah. like I mean there are companies that does specialise no one nurturing hmm. the, no people like that at the very start of their mm-hmm. career and then helping them build themselves up so I mean it's not like no nothing like that exists so I mean I don't see why if you could just get on with the right crowd that we couldn't make something like that work. This has been one of the most fascinating episodes ever of Happy Hour. I will admit, one of the most bizarre as well. But I just want to say thank you so much for coming on, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure. I finally caught my golden shiny Charizard. That's great. Yeah, you're you're so aloof, but you're here today. I'm excited to see where the journey goes because this is very much the start of it, right? Oh, it does. No, it's strange in kind of a way, just no. Everybody knows you, but nobody knows you that type of way. Mm. Just, yeah. it's, been a, it's been a strange journey now, yeah, right? But that's been fun. It's a great crack. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm looking at that tie. Uh, I'm coming it's for it. It's going to be yours. It's going to be yours. I'm, I'm coming going for to have my signature on it. When you're king. King Rory the Great. There we go. Um, I just, ah, oh, crown. <laughs> Rory, <laughs> could we please get you to look down the camera, just that one there? Trump. And would you mind saying, I'm Rory McSorley. You're listening to Jack Makes Happy Hour podcast. Yep. You wouldn't be long getting for us. My name's Rory McSorley, or hopefully soon to become King Rory the Great, and you're listening to Jack Mate's Happier Podcast. You wouldn't be long getting frostbutt. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs>
<laughs> thank you so much, mate. This has been an absolute pleasure. No. We, all, we always finish with the same question. Oh, thank you. Rory McSorley, what That's is the meaning of life? I don't trust anybody that tries to come up with a proper answer to that question. <laughs> I am happy to accept my ignorance. <laughs> okay. And I acknowledge how small we are mm. in the vastness of it all mm -hmm. and the fact that we're never going to have an answer to that. But as for these people that try to pretend that they do, yeah, yeah just... They're, they're going in the black bun on King Ruri's Island. <laughs> there we go. They're, they're, they're pre Ruri Gales. <laughs> we'll see you in a few days, guys. Absolutely. Cheers. Anagus Banach. <laughs> oh, that's, man. That's by an Irish. <laughs> I love it. That was, super that was amazing. Brilliant, was it? Yeah, so good.